Good morning, Jesus people. I'm David Russo, and I have the privilege of sharing our daily hope today out of Song of Solomon, chapter 3, verses 1 through 5. By night on my bed, I sought the one I love. I sought him, but I did not find him. I will rise now, I said, and go about the city. In the streets and the squares, I will seek the one I love. I sought him, but I did not find him. The watchmen who go about the city found me. I said, Have you seen the one I love? Scarcely had I passed by them when I found the one I love. I held him, would not let him go, until I had brought him to the house of my mother, into the chamber of her who conceived me. I charge you, O daughters of Jerusalem, by the gazelles or by the does of the field, do not stir up nor awaken love until it pleases. I don't know about you, but I like to read a lot more nonfiction than I do fiction, and definitely a lot more nonfiction than I do poetry. And uh, that applies to my Bible reading usually as well, where I, I tend to gravitate more towards the epistles, to the gospels. Um, I like the Psalms every now and then, but even then, I think I tend to look at them through almost like a nonfiction lens. I'm looking for bits of information or concepts that I can apply to my life. Uh, to help me connect with God, to help me become a better person, uh, practical ways of, of living out my spirituality. And when I come to Song of Solomon, to such a human um, Hebrew personal love story that's so poetic and imaginative, I, I'm still inclined to try to get these concepts out of it. And I love this refrain that the the author, Solomon, puts throughout the, the story. He uses it here in three, uh, chapter 3, verse 5, and he uses it throughout the entire book. It says, Do not stir up nor awaken love until it pleases. And this line um, challenges a, a lot of my um, problem with control. I think the reason I like nonfiction so much is because it gives you some sense of control. It tells you concepts and ideas and strategies that you get to control, you get to apply in some way. Um, but love is not like that. The, the Shulamite here, um, speak, Solomon speaking through the Shulamite voice as he's writing this, says, don't stir up or awaken love until it pleases. He's talking about this cooperation that we have to play with love, that it's a um, reality that we get to harmonize with, we get to um, enter into, but we also don't get to fully master or control. And poetry in and of itself, I think, has a way of showing us all the things in our lives that we don't get control over. Uh, a couple of years ago, my friend Joseph Carlson shared a book with me uh, by Christian Wyman called uh, My Bride Abyss. And uh, Christian is a poet who was given a terminal diagnosis of cancer early in his life. And as a poet, he wrote about it in a very poetic way in My Bride Abyss. And I was, as I was reading um, his story about grappling with suffering and, you know, the dark night of the soul, um, the fear of leaving his family behind, could God really be good in the midst of his tragedy? Um, as I was reading this book, I had to stop about a quarter of the way through because I noticed I was still trying to get concepts and tools out of it. And it was written very poetically. And so I was having a hard time doing that. I was having a hard time getting practical application out of this book. And I stopped and I said, 
I think this is a book that I need to feel more than I need to understand. And Song of Solomon, I think, is another one of those books. This is a book that you need to feel. You need to experience this book more than you need to understand it. Um, one of my favorite TV shows is The Office, and there's this character, Gabe Lewis, who is very like socially awkward, socially unaware, doesn't pick up on the cues in the room. And there's an episode where it's Valentine's Day, and he has this line that I think is so funny. He says, um, I practically turn love into a science. <laughs> and I think that's, that's so much of my life, that it's, it's ironic and it's funny, but it's also really a good dig at, at um, my, my desire for control. Um, love is not something we can control. Um, human love is, is something we cannot control. Divine love is something that we can't control. And even if this passage in Song of Solomon doesn't have a nice, neat, and tidy application, even if we can't fit it into a clean-cut, systematic theology, I still think that there's an invitation here um, to enter in. There's a reminder that the Shulamite gives us to not stir up or awaken love until it pleases. Now, ultimately, we know that God himself is love. Um, the author John in the first epistle of John says that God is love. He is the root and the source of love itself. And he does as he pleases. He has a will and he has a purpose. And to enter into a relationship with God, we have to in some way let go of what we know and enter into what we don't know. And I pray that the book of Song of, Song of Solomon would be a reminder of that invitation for us today uh, to enter further into the mystery of God's love for us. Bless you, church.